0: One man we were introduced to yesterday in this story about Saul in Acts chapter 9 was a guy named Ananias. And God had told Ananias to go to such and such a place and you will find this guy named Saul. And you're supposed to go and minister to him. And this is how Ananias responded. It said, Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. Uh, in other words, Ananias didn't know if it was such a great idea to reach out to Saul in in the first place. And notice that God didn't ask him if he thought it was a good idea. He didn't ask Ananias why he should or should not reach out reach out to Saul. So Ananias decided to answer that all on his own. And he said, haven't you heard about this guy? Don't you know the kind of pain that he's done? Ananias looked at Saul in his mind and he saw his the past pain that he had caused. He saw the future problems that uh, that he would cause for so many. I mean he looked at he looked at Saul and saw the same thing that that it's so easy that it's so easy to feel and so easy to find when we look at people who are inflicting pain in the world or are even hurting us and our loved ones. No good reason to reach out to them. And no good reason to believe that even reaching out to them would do any good. And so Ananias, and all on his own, he decided to answer the why of why should I go reach out? He decided to answer the question that did you notice, if you remember from a couple of days ago, Saul never answered. Jesus asked Saul on the road, he said, why are you persecuting me? Why are you doing this? And did you notice that Saul never answered that question? So I want you to. Imagine that you're Saul on the road and Jesus stops you and he asks you the question, why are you doing this? What would you say? One of the things I love about my youngest son is he's pretty consistent in his desire to tell the truth, no matter what the truth is. And so, like, um, like, like any son, sometimes my boy needs to be disciplined. Sometimes he doesn't do the things that he's supposed to do. And so, sometimes when I take him into my office and I sit him down and I say, why did you treat your sister that way? Or why did you treat your brother that way? On more than one occasion, he has just looked me in the eyes and he has said, because I felt like doing it. And he doesn't say it in like an arrogant, like, because I felt like doing it, you know, kind of way. He says, it, he says it just very matter-of-factly. Like, that is honestly the best explanation that I can come up with for why I would ever choose to do such, such a thing. I mean, there's no, there's no good explanation that my son in that situation could give me that would make me feel like, oh, okay, yeah, it was, was a good thing that you did. And he knows that. And so he just speaks the truth. And he says, because for whatever reason, I, just, I felt like doing that in the moment. And is there a better explanation for why we do the things that we do that aren't always that great? Just honestly, because that's what we feel like doing in the moment, is there a better explanation for why we sometimes resent the people who are closest to us? Or that we push away the people who are helping us? Or why the unkind word comes out very quickly? Is there a better explanation for why we worry? Or for why we doubt? or for why we can fall into the same temptation again and again and again, and for why we're often so quick to make make excuses, is there any better explanation than simply to say that's who we are and that's how we feel? I don't know if there's a better explanation. And if you ever look at your life and if you ever look at the things that you've done and you ever wonder if that just makes you unlovable, then just remind yourselves why, when Jesus appeared to Saul on the road to Damascus, He had nail marks in his hands and nail marks in his feet. Saul, after he became the Apostle Paul, he actually tells us why that was the case. When he greets in one of his letters in Galatians, he says, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and to the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of God our Father. The reason those nail marks were there was because he had given himself, his whole self for a guy just like Saul. And he's done the same thing for you. And for us all.
1: Hey, hey, what's up everyone? Pastor Mike here. I want to tell you that we have a brand new podcast through Time of Grace called Bible Threads with Dr. Bruce Becker. Uh, Bruce is one of my colleagues at Time of Grace and he has an amazing gift of going deep into God's word. I think all of us love the simple message that Jesus loves us and he proved it at the cross. But there is so much when you really dig into the meat of Scripture. And that's what Dr. Becker does in this brand new podcast. So, if you want to check it out with me, you can search for Bible Threads wherever you like to enjoy your podcasts. I guarantee it's going to be worth your time as we find these amazing treasures that God has put into his word.